Hey folks, hey superstars, hey, this is Wesley Million Dollar Virgin here. I'm sorry, Billion Dollar Virgin here, calling you from Houston, Texas, and welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the Millionaire Midnight Rant, where I give all of you the opportunity to ask me questions here, to pick up the brain of a multimillionaire here. And it's 1.32 a.m. here in gorgeous Houston, Texas. If you're on my Instagram right now, it means that you're looking at this outstanding, gorgeous view of the city here. And if you are on the podcast, maybe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, just follow me at Wesley Million Dollar Virgin and you'll be able to see the view and you'll be able to join us live because I do conduct these lives every single night here, okay? So tonight, hey guys, how are you? Tonight, um, I want to give you the opportunity to ask your favorite millionaire anything, okay? And the reason why I've been doing these type of rants more often because I, I truly believe that there are entrepreneurs out there, men and women who are striving for greatness and they just have questions here. So as my audience grow, I want to ensure that I give everybody the opportunity to speak with me or to conversate with me or to post a question here so I can help you, okay? Anything here, okay? So you have the floor here tonight. And you can always follow me on my podcast. Just go to google.com, type Wesley Million Dollar Virgin Podcast, and you'll be able to subscribe to condition your mind and yourself for success. And remember, I talk about everything metaphysical, mindset, manifestation, epigenetics, NLP, mindset, persuasion, entrepreneurship, digital marketing. Those are my expertise. So feel free. But other than that, I'm just a regular black man from Houston, Texas, that is fulfilling his purpose by servicing people and making a contribution to other people's lives. And that's you. Okay? It's all about you. When do you work out and how do you stay motivated? I work out uh, typically 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, sometimes 1 o'clock. And how do I stay motivated? You know, it's pretty much habitual. This is my way of living. You know, everybody has what I call rituals, right? Some people get up in the morning and they're disgusted. They're devastated, depressed. They hate their life. They don't want to start today. They don't want to go to the job. They don't want to go to school. They don't want to talk to people. So many people wake up in a very negative mood, okay? Some people wake up in a positive mood. Some people wake up grateful, excited for the day, you know, ready to conquer the day. And that's me. So <clears throat> when you ask me, how do I stay motivated? Well, that's assuming there's something that I have to do to get myself excited. Um, you know, I'm excited. I know this is going to sound very trivial, but I'm excited that I'm living. I'm excited that I have this gorgeous view. Even when I was broke, like when I was broke laying on the air mattress, you may say, well, how can you be excited when you're broke, no money, in a tough situation. And that's an easy answer. I choose to. Okay? 
I I realize in my later 20s that every single day of my life with money or the lack thereof, I make the choice on how Wesley Virgin is going to feel about his life and his experiences. Does that make sense? I have total control of my behavior, my activities, how I feel, what I choose to think about. So it didn't matter that I was on the air matcher. It didn't matter that I couldn't pay rent. It didn't matter that I couldn't pay my car note. It didn't matter that I had bad credit. It didn't matter. Because everything that was taking place in my inner world was going to be the predictor of my outer world. Does that make sense? Okay. Like what you're looking at here, and I'm not trying to brag or boast, but this is just the results of my mindset. It's not because I am a super intelligent man. It's not because I have any type of degree, a master degree, a PhD. The reason why I'm looking at my city right now is because before when I was in an apartment, with there was a wall there, I had a vision, I had a dream. I wrote it down. I said, I want to live in a penthouse. I want to have a panoramic view. I want to be able to see my city from my bedroom. When I wake up, I want to look at it. When I go to sleep, I want to see it. So it was nothing but a vision that was in my mind. Comment these words below. Your inner world creates your outer world. Never forget that. Your inner world, your thoughts, and how you perceive your thoughts, that's your inner world. Everything that's happening in that mind, in that brain of yours. And whatever's happening in that mind of yours, which only you know. No one will ever know the thoughts that are in your mind. They will not completely know all the thoughts and how you think and how you feel about certain people, about certain things. No one will ever know except from you. But your inner world creates your outer world. Okay? Next question for me here. Talk to me. Very good. Very good. Please dive into commitment. What does it mean to you when you speak about the subject matter? Well, commitment means that you're going to do it regardless of what's happening in your life. Okay? Say if you decide to run a business and you made a commitment to run the business. Well, you have to run the business even when you're broke. You have to run the business even when the business is not working in your favor. You got to work the business even when your mama or your daddy gets sick. 
You got to run the business even when you lose your job. You got to run the business even if you experience a divorce. You have to continue to run the business if you have a hard breakup. That's a commitment. A commitment is making a decision that I'm going to do what I need to do regardless of what happens. Make sense? It's that simple. How can do you stay, what? How do you stay strong and stay committed when you feel negative emotions? Well, understand something. Let me ask you a question here. Um, how, many, how many of you are familiar with a garden? You know, maybe you've never planted flowers or plants in the garden, but you're probably familiar with it. And typically when people start a garden, they plant roses, tulips, vegetables, whatever. But how many gardens do you know have weeds in it? How many gardens are you aware of that weeds grow? Now, let me ask you another question. How many people do you know are gardeners that that plant weeds? Like, how many gardeners do you know that plant weeds? None. Nobody plants weeds. Weeds just come. And what does a gardener do when the weed grows? Do they bitch and complain about the weeds? All these damn weeds. Why these weeds keep coming? Oh my God, these weeds. No. Just pick them out. Every day if they need to. That's comparable to your negative emotions. No one is trying to think negatively. Like no one said, you know what? I'm going to be negative today. You know what? I'm going to have negative thoughts today. You know, I want to make sure that I have negative thoughts. No. Negative thoughts just come. So when negative thoughts come, what you do is pick them out. How do you pick them out? You replace the negative thought with a positive thought. That's it. Or you just stop and begin to think positively. That's it. When you think about like, oh, I'm broke, nothing is working in my life, my life sucks. When you become aware of that, you say, you know what, my life doesn't suck. It's not that bad. I'm blessed. Things are getting better. Does that make sense? I want all of you to understand this. That you will never not have a negative thought or emotion that may run through your mind. It's just going to happen. No one's going to be excluded from negative thoughts. And negativity is not all bad. Sometimes negative negative thoughts are important. You know, sometimes negative thoughts get you to be right. It gets you back on track. Okay? So your goal is not to avoid them. Your goal is to appreciate them and to reframe them into something better. Does that make sense? Hmm. What's next? 
How many business partners do you have? About three to four. Well, actually, no, five or six. <laughs> I grew up in the garden, okay? So do you have negative thoughts? I know that's a cliche or maybe about a question. Um, I mean, I guess I do. But I don't pay much attention to negative thoughts. And honestly, I don't label my thoughts like most of you do. I don't, if something happens in my life that I don't like, I don't necessarily say it's a negative thought. It's just a thought. And I can do whatever I want to do with a thought. So something can happen in my company. Say, I had one year that I lost $2 million. Many of you would say that's negative. But to me, it was an opportunity. It wasn't even a negative thought. Because losing that $2 million allowed me to make $10 million. Make sense? <clears throat> what does it take to have a change of mindset? It takes time. It takes patience. It takes sacrifice. It takes isolation. It takes being alone with yourself. Understanding what you want for yourself. Okay? Questions for me. Ladies and gentlemen, are you getting value here tonight? Before I let you go, are you getting value? I thought I would see more questions here tonight. Okay. Is there such a thing as a certain type of millionaire? For an example, self-made millionaire, are there different types? Yeah, some people are self-made and some people are born rich because their parents were rich. Some children have trust funds, right? <clears throat> some people are born into wealth. So, yes, there are. I know you read hundreds of books. What helped you attain and implement the information? <clears throat> so you want to know what helped me actually implement it? Well, to me, it would be idiotic <clears throat> and almost stupidity to read a book and not apply it. That's just me personally. That's like buying a course or going to class in college and not taking a test. And what's the point of going to the class? All right, so what's the point of reading the books if I'm not going to apply what I've learned? That's just me, personally. To me, that's just idiotic. And I understand many people, that's what you guys do. You read the information, but you don't apply anything. And to me, that's just idiotic. How do you get over the fear of taking risks? <clears throat> Listen. You may never get over the fear of not taking risks. Never. It may always be some fear with you taking risks. And fear itself is just not a bad thing. You know, you guys think about it. Oh, it's bad. Fear, risks. Right? But what's the risk of not doing anything? Like, what if you don't take a leap of faith towards your golden dreams? 
Think about how your family's going to live the rest of your life. Average, mediocre. Think about all the things that you're going to miss, all the moments you're going to miss because you're working at a job for 48 hours a week. Make sense? Okay. Yeah, I see different types of millionaires, not all the same. No, of course not. They're not all the same, but they have many similarities that will allow them to be in a position of millions. Questions here? What habits, rituals turn boys into men, in your opinion? <coughs> um, confidence, that's one. <clears throat> Confidence. <clears throat> and confidence is just at a simplistic form it's just believing in yourself. Believing that you can do whatever you want to do. Just believing it. Make sense? Another factor that make boys into men is discipline. Which means is whatever you say you're going to do, you do it. And you do it well. <clears throat> Another concept is independency. Learning how to be independent. Learning how to sell something or work independently and make money. Okay? Another attribute is decisiveness. Got to make quick decisions. You have to learn how to make quick decisions. Make sense? So those are some of the factors that would transition boys into men. Good morning, Wes. How, how to prepare myself psychologically, mentally, and to move to a different country? Well, do research first, right? Ask yourself a question. You know, why am I moving? And what are the advantages and the disadvantages? Right? Write it down. And then you'll have your answer. How do you get your business to grow when starting from humble beginnings? I started a business, but trying to get capital to launch. Yeah, I believe that you shouldn't ask or look for capital when you're running a company. I think most companies don't even need capital. I just think many of you believe that you should look for loans or get funding because you're a brand new business. But you should think on how you can invest or develop the company without looking for loans or no investments. All right, folks, I don't see any questions here below. So much love. I love you so much. Thank you for joining another um, million dollar, millionaire midnight rent podcast here. I appreciate you. Stay ready.
Because if you stay ready, you don't have to be ready. This is Wesley. Billion dollar virgin. Much love. And let's go.